0: My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at my pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TODD. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Well, that is right. You are listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. You can email me your thoughts, questions, opinions, your adoration and praise will also be accepted. Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. Of course, we're streaming the program on our website, ToddFshow.com. We are on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube as well. Todd Huff Show being the um, what the the handle or whatever for all those social media platforms. Good to be here. Thank you for for joining us. You know, as I was preparing this morning, been looking at a lot of things. Been looking at the debate. Been looking at. I don't know if you saw. I tell you what, folks. This, More than I can handle sometimes. I don't know if you saw the, uh, Oz, I don't know if you saw this. Did you see Joe Buck and Troy Aikman on a hot mic criticizing the flyover? She did. Thumbs up is what I got for that. (laughs) Oh, Even even Aikman gets it right, by the way. Aikman says you won't see that on a Kamala Biden ticket. He got it right. It is the Kamala Biden ticket excuse me Kamala that's totally not intended I'm sure charges of all sorts of bad things about me will be made because of my, min- my mispronunciation but Kamala Kamala Biden ticket I uh, won't be down with that flyovers at NFL football games what is this 2019 <laughs> we don't need to be doing that kind of stuff first time I've ever seen it's just remarkable remarkable I'll play that for you in a bit but you know we have this debate that's scheduled for Thursday, and they've changed. They've changed the debate rules. This de- I don't want to say the rules. I don't know if that's completely uh, that. That's not well. They did. They they have set it up now to where the whoever's not speaking, their microphone will be automatically muted. Can't wait to see where this goes. Can't wait to, <laughs> to see how many times muting uh, that Trump's mic will will happen. By the way, what do they think that's going to encourage? Do they think that's going to encourage Trump to stop talking, or is Trump just going to be louder? Is Trump just going to be louder? Now, Trump's team has told us that he's going to come out a little bit differently in this debate. In fact, they told us that expect Trump to, quote, give Biden more room to answer these questions that he's going to be asked. Good, by the way. In fact, I heard Trump uh, when he was on Rush Limbaugh's show here a couple of weeks ago, two hours I think is what he was on the program. I caught, I actually caught a lot of that. I usually, you know, I'm not able to listen. Um, I used to, I used to listen all the time, and there's some things with with Rush's health in the news as well that I'd like to uh, find time to get to, but I don't. Uh, I, I just don't have the time to listen anymore. But I did hear. Uh, Trump on Russia's show and Rush made that comment to him, you know, basically, in essence, don't let him off so easy. Don't keep talking over him. Shut up and and let him say whatever he's going to say because they're not they, they don't ask. They don't ask him tough questions to begin with when they when there's actually a situation where a tough question is, you know, on the floor, so to speak. And Biden is expected to answer in that rare circumstance. You got to be willing and ready to, to bite your tongue and let him fumble his way through it. Because, folks, if Biden is telling us, well, if these allegations are deniable, then let him deny them. If they're not deniable, then let him try to explain them. But we can't let him ignore these allegations about Hunter Biden, because this—if these allegations are true, and if they lead to where we think they might be able to lead us, folks, this is completely unacceptable behavior of a president of someone in our government to allow for to allow for um, the personal enrichment of their family, maybe even themselves, allegedly. Through their political office, you know these folks tell us that they're public servants. This is look, we are public servants. This is simply um, what we're trying to do is serve the public. We've, we've put aside all of our all of our dreams and ambitions of having our own, you know, professional life, and we we have decided we're going to just lay it all down, give it all up. In the name of serving our great nation for 47 years, 47 years, folks, that is not public service. I am sorry. I don't know what universe that's public service in when you serve somewhere for 47 years and you're much, 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 much wealthier coming out of it than when you went into it. You can call it a lot of things, but don't insult us and call that public service. That is not what that is. That is not what that is at all. And, and there are, of course, questions. My goodness, this guy's been in office, Biden, for 47 years, half a century. I mean, it's his entire adult life, practically. His entire adult life, he's been serving, serving, wink, wink, as whatever, senator, vice president, what have you. He's been serving. There should be lots of questions about all these things that he's done on the record. And, folks, there's no curiosity about this. There's no curiosity about the reasons he dropped out of the 1988 presidential election. There's no curiosity about some of those back and forth conversations I've seen him have with reporters back in 1988. In fact, even one of those instances in, in uh, challenging a reporter to an IQ test. was <laughs> so ridiculous to listen and watch some of these things. His plagiarism, no interest in that. Terror aid, nah, no interest. Hunter Biden, Computer scandal, emails, pay-to-play, whatever you want to call this stuff. Nope, 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 nope. No interest, no curiosity, no anything. And on top of that, we now have a debate that is changing its plans to talk about foreign policy. This third debate, now it's only the second one because you'll remember the last one was already canceled because Trump had COVID, even though Trump was COVID clear way before the beginning of the second debate. They want you to believe that Biden was licking his chops to have this second debate with Donald J. Trump. Of course, nothing is further from the truth. We, we talked about that on this program, I mean, for months. This is not something, and folks, that, it's not even something that someone really attuned to politics, I, in my opinion, can, would, you know? Uh, it's only something that they could pick up on. This was something anybody who paid attention on could have picked up. The idea that Biden wanted to be in the limelight on the stage with Donald Trump, you know, right there front and center, is completely ridiculous. The guy was hiding in his basement. He was hiding in his basement. This was their campaign strategy. They act as though Trump didn't want to debate Biden on a virtual debate, acting as though Biden wouldn't have... What do you mean Biden wouldn't have any... There wouldn't be any... uh, we have nothing to worry about with Biden having earpieces or teleprompters on the Zoom call. What are you talking about? We watch Biden have teleprompters everywhere the guy goes, even when he goes to these silly little stay-in-your-car rallies with 14 cars out in the town square or whatever. He's got a teleprompter the size of an outdoor drive-in movie screen. And it doesn't have very inspiring words on it, to boot, but anyway, we've got this debate. This third one was supposed to be about foreign policy, but they've they've changed it, folks. They've changed what the the debate, this coming debate, this Thursday's coming debate, is about. And of course, who's leading the debate? Someone who hates Trump, which is no surprise. They all hate Trump. They all hate Trump. Why don't we get Joe Rogan up there? Joe Rogan's offered to do this. Biden acts like that's not even a real thing. I'd love to see that four hours with Joe Rogan. Joe Biden and Donald Trump. No, they don't want that. They want to keep their guy hidden. They don't want him to be pressed on on topics. They actually I think they liked when Trump was interrupting. That keeps their guy from having to debate. So the first debate was Trump yelling over Biden. Now, I will say I don't remember Trump calling Biden names, Biden called Trump lots of names, but clearly Trump was the one that was talking over Biden more than Biden was talking over Trump. So that debate really didn't get to anything because that that's what was happening. The second debate didn't happen, it turned into a town hall. That town hall became a, well, a couple of town halls. You had Joe Biden in the friendly confines of the George Stephanopoulos, you know, let me sit here and give you a warm cup of Coco, while we sit by the fireplace and just reminisce about the good old days. That's what that one felt like. And then Trump is over there with um, Savannah Guthrie. That's right. Savannah Guthrie, who came in looking for a street fight on hers, on her town hall with Trump. That thing was pitiful. She had a point to prove, a message to send to those who were mad at NBC for putting Trump on. Oh, Oh, you want, me to show, you want me to show you why Savannah Guthrie probably – I'm sure there's tweets. I'm sure there's tweets and emails and so forth between Savannah Guthrie and people who were mad prior to Trump being on NBC last week. Wait until you see what I'm going to do to the guy. This isn't a real town hall. Is that what you think this is? We're not giving this guy the stage so that he can tell people really what's happening in America, his success. It's, I'm going to ask him 97 times about which days he had a COVID test on. Did you have one on June 11th, 2020? What about the 12th? Was it before or after lunch? Was it a swab test? Which which brand of test was it? Which day did you have a minor cough? Did you have a major cough on one day? What were your O2 levels on October 9th or whatever day it was that... Whatever, you know what I'm I'm hyperbole here, but we're not far from that. That was the first seven minutes of the debate. Then the next nine minutes was calling Trump a white supremacist. Now we've got the third debate that's supposed to be about foreign policy, but suddenly it's not. You know what the second debate, which should be the third debate, is about? It's supposed to be about fighting COVID. Here, well, here we go. Fighting COVID-19, American families, race in America, climate change, national security, and leadership. Now the first debate topics were this. COVID 19, the economy, race and violence in our cities, the integrity of the election, the Supreme Court, and Trump and Biden's records. This, according to the National Pulse. (sighs) But the third debate, which is really the second debate, because last time the second debate turned into the town hall, the dueling town halls, which weren't really town halls again. They were, uh, one was an attack on Trump, the other was, you know, the propping up of, of Joe Biden. And this one was supposed to be about foreign policy. Why is it not? Why are the words foreign policy not even in the list? It's not even in national security, I guess you could say, to some extent. But fighting COVID, American families, race in America, climate change, national security and leadership. None of those say foreign policy. That's what the the emphasis of this third debate, which is now really the second debate. That's what this was supposed to be about. But it's not. Why? Ask yourself why. The answer is obvious. The answer is obvious because they know that Joe Biden doesn't want to talk about Hunter Biden and China, Hunter Biden and Burisma. These are things that happen on the – these are things that are directly tied to foreign policy, international relations, if you will, the government of the United States interacting and dealing with people who are not – who are not uh, you know, part of our government, something external. And so so they've said, we'll just, we'll just cut that out. I mean, it's remarkable, really. And it's, this has caused me to think about some things. And I've, I jotted down some notes. So just to Just to tell you where we've been in the past couple of years. In the past couple of years. The things that have happened. I mean, it's remarkable when you see these things unfold at the time. It's remarkable to see... These things happen in real time, but sometimes, sometimes it's easy to overlook and forget the just how many of these insane things we've been subjected to. Folks, this is not normal. This is not something that happens typically in presidential elections or during the presidency of a certain individual. This is an all-out assault war against President Donald Trump And the message and the ideology and the agenda that he represents and sets forth. This is his agenda is the antithesis of the radical lefts. His wants to increase liberty, decrease uh, regulation, increase prosperity, give you more control of your life and decisions, which I say kudos. The founders would be very pleased with a president who has objectives like that. Conversely, the radical left wants more government, more of your money, more control of your life, more utopian promises, whatever the case may be, more power, and that's what's on the ticket this uh, right now, right now, between now and November 3rd. So I'm going to take a break. When we come back, I want to go through. I want to go through just a quick rundown of where we've been. Some, you know all of these things, but to hear these things in sequence— to hear these things in sequence is, is truly quite remarkable. So, that said, quick timeout is in order. We'll come back and discuss these things. You're listening to conservative, not bitter talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at my pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our My Pillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their My Pillow dog bed, too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TODD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TODD. You know, usually, usually canceling a debate and then changing the the terms or the topics, I should say, of the next debate would be big news, but not in this cycle of insanity that we found ourselves in since 2015 when Trump first came down the escalator. I just want to go through some of these points, some of these points, you know, all of these. But just to hear these in sequence is a, just a remarkable thing. And I'm, not even, I don't, and I'm not implying this is even a comprehensive list. I put this together quickly this morning as I was just thinking about a few things. But let's just go back through this. Back in, what, June of 2015, Trump comes down the escalator in Trump Tower in Manhattan. Media kind of ignores it as much as Trump can be ignored back then. Trump begins to pick up some early momentum in the early primary stages media begins to mock trump trump soon after that becomes the front runner me- media stops mocking begins attacking trump trump then wins the nomination of course the winning of the nomination means that the never trumpers are born welcome to the scene never trumpers donald or excuse me the democrat party in this as this process is going on the democrat party takes measures to ensure that Hillary is their nominee. Remember they had superdelegates? Superdelegates were voters who had more power than regular voters who had, you know, power and clout within the Demo- uh, within the Democrat party. These folks could uh, cast a vote in the primary that was worth infinitely more than the vote of a normal person in say Pennsylvania or Michigan or Ohio or wherever else the Democrats were Running their make-believe primary process back in 2016. Remember, this is back in the time when Donna Brazile was feeding debate questions to Hillary Clinton. Remember all this? This is back when Hillary was allegedly using her server, right? Or the whole the whole discussion about the email server. This is back when Hillary would say things like, "What do you mean wipe the hard drive like with a cloth?" Remember that stupid sort of stuff came out. Uh, in an orange jumpsuit that day, not to be confused with the... Well, she came out in the orange pantsuit, not to be confused with the orange jumpsuit. So we go through this whole debacle back in 2016. And if you remember, remember Hillary eventually quote-unquote won this, you know, and it became Trump versus Hillary, and the media versus Trump is really how the... (laughs) I have in my notes here, Trump took on Hillary, and the media takes on Trump. that's kind of what this was remember they told us hillary on election day had a 98.6 percent chance or some such thing of winning the election on election day i have a friend who told me he knows people who actually had the morning of the election had bought some champagne and i don't know i think champagne and they began to uh, make, they made plans. They made plans for a party. They're, they were leftists. They were Democrats preparing to celebrate the coronation of Hillary Rodham Clinton. And they were so certain of this. Remember back in 2016, folks, it's incredible. These things just pop up in my mind as I'm talking. We had people who took bets. Remember this? Organizations who took bets on who would win the election for president. They started paying out their bets early. They were so sure that President Trump was going to lose that if you bet on Hillary Clinton to win, they paid out those bets. I don't know what happened to that. I don't know if they tried to get their money back. I don't know. But you remember this. Oh, this is the insanity. And it's you think about this, the power of groupthink, the power of this. You know, I got to fit in with what supposedly the the it group, I guess. I guess the media is the it group to some people we got to fall in line with what they're thinking. They were so certain that Hillary was going to win, they paid off. They actually lost money. They gave away money. The whole point, whatever you think of gambling, the whole point of being odds makers is to wait until the event takes place. If you're betting on a football game, you don't pay out out early. Why? Because the whole point is to see what actually happens in real life, not based upon someone's conjecture and guesses. But yet they did that. So we go through this debate process back in 2016. Trump said that the election is fixed. Remember this? The media and Hillary scold Donald J. Trump. They say he's trying to undermine the election and destroy America in the process. Meanwhile, as this is going on, the Obama administration is actively spying on President Trump. This, or Excuse me, at the time, the Trump campaign. Carter Page. Remember all this? None of this is in dispute anymore. None of it. Absolutely none of this is in dispute. If you have a liberal friend that refused to accept this as reality, remind them that they don't even argue this anymore. They argue whether or not it was spying. That's what they argue. But folks, they got a FISA warrant. A FISA warrant is Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. That's what FISA stands for. Surveillance is quite literally a synonymous word to spying. That's what they were doing. The question isn't whether or not they were spying. The question is whether or not it was justifiable under the law. And it turns out it wasn't because you know why? The entire... Spying on President, excuse me, candidate Trump's campaign was predicated upon a phony Russian dossier that was stupid nonsense that was paid for by, yes, you guessed it, Hillary Clinton, the Democrat Party. That then set up, that then set up what turned into three years of talks for this Russian hoax nonsense. But nonetheless. Nonetheless, in spite of all that, Trump comes out and wins. The left and the media go into utter meltdown. They do. Remember this? They screamed at the universe. They wanted service dogs. They wanted adult coloring books. They wanted adult Play-Doh to cope with President Trump's victory. They canceled college classes. I have people that told me they had roommates that cried in the room for days. Roommates wouldn't leave the room because Trump was president, Hillary was not. This was the end of civilization as we knew it, right? You remember this. Folks, this is insanity. Then, to boot, the left and the media started saying that the election was rigged. Remember, just a few weeks earlier, they said if you said that, that you were undermining America and basically— creating a process whereby our democracy would be destroyed now they were outright claiming it themselves and they were saying if you don't believe that if you don't believe that trump colluded with russia and stole the election from hillary using pokemon go ads i'm making none of this up this is a hundred percent true and i guess sometimes i focus on an element of this for dramatic effect but it is absolutely true absolutely true if you don't believe that now if you don't believe that Hillary's election was stolen from her by Donald Trump and Russian oligarchs and Vladimir Putin and somebody in Russia who's a, so, a social media master who can put an ad on social media and people have no control. They have no ability to say no to the ad. That's what we were told. If you don't believe that, that you now are in fact of, uh, guilty of causing the destruction of America and our democracy and our institutions as well. The left simply lost its mind, whatever was left of it at that point in time. But they came to their senses eventually and realized that in spite of yelling at the universe, in spite of using their coloring books, probably broke too many crayons, ran out of their crayons, couldn't put any more requests in for service dogs, the adult Plato dried up, all that stuff. All that stuff happens, and Maxine Waters, I think, was the first one to basically say, "Hey, this guy's going to be president." I mean, we can yell at the universe all we want, but this isn't going to this isn't going to change anything. Let's start coming up with a plan. And you began to hear the word impeachment before Trump stepped into office, before inauguration day. Impeachment, impeaching the guy who hadn't even served a day in office. And of course, we had the inauguration. We had the rioting. You know, the rioting took place on Inauguration Day in D.C. You remember this? I saw pictures of people pounding through the window at Starbucks, busting in there, rioting in the streets of D.C. That began. There's a lot more. We haven't even gotten into where we are today. That's what has preceded all of where we are today. When we look at the debate topics changing for this week, you got to go back to that point in time and look at where we've come. How we've gotten here. This is, I'm telling you right now, they are not, they will die. They will, they will die on this hill, metaphorically speaking. They will do whatever it takes, as long as it takes them, as long as it takes President Trump out of the White House. You can take that to the bank, and that is where we are today, and we've got a little bit more history to go through uh, to get caught up to where we are right at this moment, But again, as Oz reminds me, it's time to take a break. I'm going to take one. So sit tight. We'll be back here in just a minute. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code Todd to save as much as $80 percent that's mypillow.com promo code Todd welcome back I want to pick up here where we left off pick up here where we left off last segment. But the left basically came to realize that this is now not just a nightmare when President Trump was elected in 2016. Now they understand they've got to do something about it. Now they unleash the Russian collusion hoax for the next three years, which leads directly or indirectly, depending upon your perspective, direct, I think directly to, to the impeachment, which was, of course, something that the Democrats did back in about a year ago. December of 19, which, of course, was purely for political reasons. I've shared before that Alan Lichtman has this, what is it, a 13-point scale that's used in predicting elections. And at the point in in 2019, the Democrats, out of those 13 points, they needed to have a majority of the 13. I think at the time it was like 8 to 5. Republicans had 8 of the points, or Trump had 8 of the points in his scale, and Democrats uh, only had five. So they they went into hyperactivity mode, impeached Donald J. Trump, creating controversy and scandal, <laughs> creating controversy and, and scandal over something that quite literally they won't even ask Joe Biden about. They won't even ask Joe Biden these questions. Now, if a reporter does ask a question, in fact, I saw uh, there's a CBS News uh, I don't know if he was. I don't know enough about him. He either stumbled in the journalism, or maybe he's one of the few that actually practices journalism. But he was actually asking Biden about about some of the things that um, you know with 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 Ukraine with Hunter Biden, which had been totally and completely ignored by the media. And so, so we had negative coverage. Of President Trump for the past three years, quite literally over ninety percent negative coverage. In fact, back in March of this year, it was nine or May of this year, it was ninety-nine point five percent negative coverage in the media. Now I ask you, how on earth is that possible? Ninety-nine and a half percent. Now I know there's some leftists right now listening saying, That's because that's because he's ninety-nine and a half percent terrible president. Okay. Does that even seem remotely close to reasonable? 99.5%? Somebody's out there saying, no, it doesn't, because it's 100% bad. It should have been 100% negative coverage. Give me a break. Give me a break. You look at what has happened. They've hidden from us, or they've ignored what's happened. But see, the thing is, when a president comes in and changes policies that unleash the freedom and liberty of the American worker... That unleashes the prosperity that can take place in the American economy. We all experience it. We all experience that. And that's that's something that no matter what they try to do, they can't change your personal experience. They can cause you to question your personal experience. They can cause you to doubt that your experience is really that of others. But they can't change your personal experience. Experience, but that's what they've tried to do for all these years: Russian hoax, negative coverage, all this stuff. The media trying to pretend that Donald J. Trump is a white supremacist. That's right; they want you to believe that. They misquote him, mischaracterize him countless times. They refuse to accept his his answers when he denounces white supremacy, which you saw that on on right in front of you if you watched last week's uh, so called town hall with Savannah Guthrie, where. Trump denounces this incessantly, and she still doesn't believe him. He didn't do it quickly enough, or he didn't do it the way that I would have preferred you to do it, or whatever the case may be with with Savannah Guthrie. They began the process of promoting the idea that anybody but, but Donald J. Trump should be president, they being the Democrat Party, they being the media. And then we watched the DNC have this train wreck of a primary, eventually getting us to the point where the democrat party power brokers those with money and influence the ultra wealthy the billionaires the nameless faceless uh, unidentifiable folks within the democrat party that have a lot of power and then some that are identifiable to have a lot of power they stepped in after after the south carolina primary prior to super tuesday and they said amy klobuchar pete boot edge edge get out of the race we want to coalesce around joe biden because we can't have the idea of a we can't get behind the idea of a Bernie Sanders presidency. Yet again, Bernie Sanders had the Democrat Party colluding against him, second time now, in two elections. But they picked Joe Biden, and that's where they've put all their uh, power, money, focus, attention since that point in time. And in doing so, in order to make sure that they didn't make the wrong bet, they had to insulate Biden. They, hide, they hit him in the closet, or excuse me, the basement, maybe the closet too, I don't know. Biden might prefer the closet. Biden, I can I can see Biden talking about that. I can see Biden going in front of the cameras and saying, "Why you know I prefer the closet over the basement." Here's why he'll give us a list of reasons. I don't even know what those might be. Some of the answers he's given us make about as much sense as that. But nonetheless, they realize, okay, this is our guy. This is the best we've got. Think about that. The best they've got is Joe Biden, a guy that's run for president now for three times, a guy that's a admitted plagiarist a guy that has spent half his life in dc this is the answer this is the answer to president trump more government someone who's been in there a longer time this is the answer this is the best they've got and they know that he has a lot of baggage and so they're going to surround him protect him circle the wagons prevent anyone from knowing about key things like tara reed or hunter biden or take your pick all these things leading up to this cancellation of the debate. I've got some more to talk about when we get back, but a quick timeout is in order. Sit tight. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at my pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit mypillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code Todd to save as much as 80%. That's mypillow.com, promo code Todd. Welcome back. So, again, we're talking about all these things that are leading up to the nonsense we're facing right now, which is insane when you think about political campaigns. The media surrounded Biden. They've protected Biden. The Democrat Party has protected Biden. That's at least understandable. But they've insulated him against any questions from or pertaining to Hunter Biden, Burisma, China. China, as Trump says, terror read, plagiarism, some of his radical beliefs. On top of that, Biden picks his VP candidate based upon one criteria or depending upon your viewpoint, too. She's a woman and she's black. That's it. That's his criteria. I mean, the amount the, the, the it's, it's remarkable. It's remarkable to hear someone go about saying the qualifications for my VP would be this. You know, it's going to be a woman and probably even a black woman. Which again, I've been through before. I don't, that's fine. I don't, that makes no difference to me. What makes difference to me is why you're doing it. Make it about reasons and what she believes. Because folks, she believes radical, radical stuff. On top of that, Biden isn't well. Anyone can see this. On top of that, Biden is hiding. Anyone can see this. We have the first debate. We know how that one went. Then Trump gets COVID and many in the media wish that he died many with blue check marks on Twitter. We went through this in pretty decent detail after it happened a couple of weeks ago. So then they canceled the second debate, even though there would still have been time for Trump to get a a couple of negative results, which he was ready. He would have been ready for the second debate, but they canceled it. Why? Because they don't want their guy out there in front. They've done the calculations. They think they think that they're in the lead. They hope they're in the lead. They want to convince Americans that Biden's in the lead and they want to keep him hidden. Because having him out there makes people not want to vote for him. I am telling you, you can take this to the bank. So then the offer was made for the second debate to be virtual, which Trump declined because he said, I'm not doing that. That's stupid. Probably have an earpiece and a teleprompter for Joe Biden, which is probably a pretty fair guess, the way that the media and the Democrat Party behave. So then the debate number two turns into dueling town halls. One of those is, is the Savannah Guthrie attack against Donald Trump. The other, the other town hall shows Joe Biden having a nice little coffee and tea with George Stephanopoulos. Now we got to the point where the debate commission has changed the topics of this third debate. Changed the topic. Foreign policy was supposed to be the front and center topic. Not even listed. Not even listed, folks, as a debate topic. We're doing a replay, a redo of the first debate. And who's the moderator? Someone who loves Biden and hates hates Trump. On top of that, they're going to mute their microphones (laughs) whenever they're not supposed to be talking. Can't wait to see how this goes down. Trump's team has promised two things. Number one, they're going to give Biden, quote, more room to answer questions in this second debate, meaning Trump will not interrupt and let Biden deal with his own words and thoughts more than trump's actions and behavior number one number two the other thing they're going to do they say is be insistent that if the moderator doesn't press about hutter biden burisma and these sorts of things foreign policy that trump will make sure that that's heard now i don't know how those two things intersect but nonetheless nonetheless that's where we are and on top of all this on top of all this we've got a supreme court case that was just four to four four to four that's that's Why is it four to four? Because John Roberts votes with the liberals, number one. And number two, because we only have eight justices. We have not confirmed Amy Coney Barrett, which could happen this week, should happen this week. But that allows that case that was just decided allows Pennsylvania to extend Election Day practically to now November 6th. There's no law that that Pennsylvania legislator, uh, legislators wrote. They just unilaterally did this, and now the Supreme Court says that's okay. Who gives a crap what the law says? That's that's what we get get from this. And we're in this craziness because of all that stuff I laid out. We've been subjected to so much craziness. It's hard. It's craziness. It's hard to keep up. Gotta take a break. Come back here and wrap up in just a minute. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TODD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TODD. Folks, that is all of the time that I have today. So at this point in time, we have to vote. We have to get to the polls. We have to encourage those that we know to get to the polls early, whatever the case may be, and vote. And understand on top of that, understand on top of that, that this is just the beginning. This battle is not going away. In fact, Come to grips with this truth. This battle will will wage, will be raging between the left and the right for the rest of our lives. This is a big election, and it will determine the direction of that. And we'll talk about that as the week continues. Gotta go. Thanks for listening. SDGC tomorrow. Take care. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our My Pillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code Todd to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code Todd.